Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been such a long time since Bloodborne John Cross and the showcase act. Well, we're just going to drop the gimmicky wrestling shit because that's not what this podcast is about. It's been a long time since Alex and John have sat down and spilled the goods. And a lot of things have changed. I mean... Biden's going to be our president. Alex Royals, the WFC champion. John has four to 13 more tattoos on his body. And sure. for the first time in six years, I am drinking soda. Now, granted, it is a diet version. It's helping me with my meal plan um, that was constructed by John, whatever his business yeah, yeah, yeah. tagline is. Just message him on his shoot page, his work page. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Just yeah, send, him, send him the cheddar and he'll send you the goods. But here we are. We have a lot of stuff to cover. And honestly, we don't really have any sort of run sheet or anything to go by. So I'm just going to open up and be completely honest. I thought I was doing John a solid about 20 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And seeing as we potted so long ago, nice Bruce Pritchard pop there. Mm -hmm. Seeing as it was so long ago that we potted, um, we had the Big Mac versus Whopper pot, as many of you remember. Good episode. Well, most of you, that's your... You know, daily. So you you probably really resonated with that episode. That's the meal plan they come up with and, themselves. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, it's more power to you because it sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I somehow out of that thought, John had mentioned that he had never had Chick Fil A before. Yeah. So we got Chick Fil A. We got three spicy deluxes right. and three regular sandwiches, and we were like, "Man, we're gonna try this on the pod." But we brought it here, and John goes, "I've had Chick Fil A hundreds of times." So like, I'm not eating that. Well, so he sat here and ate the filet. Well, you know, you so you, you messaged me earlier. We had we'd planned to pod and eat and stuff, and I was looking forward to that. But you messaged me earlier, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna eat a wrap. My plan was to eat a wrap and a cob salad. I looked it up. I, I thought he was joking. I put all the macros in. I was super pumped for it. Haven't eaten all day, starving to death. And uh, oh, Alex shows up uh, with uh, all these sandwiches, and I was like, ah, you just like you ruined my my healthy eating deal, though. But you know. And that's not like if it would have been Popeyes, it would have been a different story because Popeyes is indeed what I have not had. But Chick Fil A, I've had a million times. Okay, so. I didn't know. So no big deal. It, but you know, it, it was it was a little bit of a hurdle as far as getting it added, you know, to our yeah. macros and stuff. Because you know, since you know late December, I've been following a workout plan from John, monitoring my calories and macros. First week, eight pounds. I weigh in Monday for the second week. I'm, there you go. I'm hoping I'm at least four more pounds down. Nice. Um, but that's why we're counting so religiously. Sure. Look, I even bought a new Fitbit. So nice. Fitbit anyway, I'm good. sure we'll cover. There's a lot and lot, a lot, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. to cover. We got Christmas gifts to give out. John's drinking mm-hmm. a Coke Zero. I'm drinking a Diet Mountain Dew, um, and we're making this happen. So we're just gonna we're just gonna roll. That's it's here. It's happening. Hey, the, right. the Chick Fil A was delicious. I mean, I just ate the uh, the middle, but you know, it was really really good. The wraps actually, the wraps there are actually really good. Oh yeah, look, they look great. So actually, I've never had a wrap there. That would have been an actual new experience. <laughs> The, no, no, the Cobb salads are fire. I haven't had the Cobb salads there either, but um, uh, doesn't matter. Had a great had a great chicken meal, and you know that just means I got like two thousand calories left. I can eat today, and it's it's like five thirty, and I, I get to gorge the rest of the night. That's okay though. That's nice. No, yeah, I got to you got to eat to grow, so I got to eat to grow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, 
Anyway, yeah, we're here. This is this is the first time we've potted from your domain, so we're at Casa de Alex. We are. We're at we're at Casa de Royal here with the. Uh, we got dogs in the house. We got Zach somewhere, but uh, we got only, the, he's, he's all tuckered at. We got the dog running free. Zach in the cage. You know, it's been. I'm trying to get back in the groove because it's been so long since we've potted that. Uh, and, and I'm so. I'm so optimistic and nice and positive in my daily life that I'm trying to get back into that that mean-spirited negative attitude that we always have on this podcast. So yeah, I, yeah. I got to get back in there where I'm shitting on everybody for all the horrible choices they make in their but, day-to-day but, life. But you've kind of, you've kind of <laughs> altered your personality. A little actually. bit. You used to be pretty uh, terrible online. So my uh, – my, um, yeah, yeah. One of my, one of my uh, good um, college friends – or not college friends, sorry, high school friends – is actually a backyard wrestler with me. He messaged me a few weeks ago and told me like, dude, I, I keep waiting for you to, to, to say like LOL on all your positive posts because you used to be such a cocksucker online. And like I look at my memories, I delete memories on Facebook a lot. Like I'll, I, have, I have a lot of memories that are would really, if I ever ran for president, they would really fuck me. So I'm like, I'm gonna delete that. There's, there's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> there's some bad ones. I used to be really trolly on uh on, on presidential stuff and uh, and you all kinds of you stuff. You didn't have but, many friends either. But you the, struggled. The, well, <laughs> I have too many <laughs> nowadays, if, if I'm honest with you. I have too many still. But um, the other day I added somebody, and, I mean, it took it took about nine minutes before I unfollowed them. Like, you know, I don't block them or anything. But I added their friendship because I know them, and uh, we had a bunch of mutual friends. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to accept this friend request. And, uh, yeah, it took about nine minutes. I was like, nope, unfollowed, not happening. Uh, I, and it's just because they post just stupid shit or, or political shit or whatever shit. Like, I, I'm not into all that. So, For goodbye. Sure. But, uh, anyway, we're, we're back. We're banging. We're both, uh, we're both planning our meals pretty, pretty well. I'm trying to cut a few LBs before I have to get back in the ring here in a few weeks. I, I guess it looks like I'm going to. So, I'll be at WFC on the 23rd. This podcast will probably drop fucking tomorrow, which is a Sunday. So, um, so this will definitely be out in time. I'll be at WFC on the 23rd, and uh, I'm running a little, 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 little program with the one Justin Lee. Somebody, uh, what's, well, what's up with Justin Lee? Justin well, Lee bouncing man. out of retirement. Justin Lee coming out of retirement, following in my footsteps, and trying to, uh, I don't know, trying to trying to catch some of that. John Cross hype, I guess. I don't know, but I can't. I can't stand for that. So I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to do to him what I wish somebody would have done to me right after OKX, and that's just like bust both my kneecaps in the parking lot and yeah. say, John, you don't need to wrestle anymore. That match with Luke was awesome. You know, I've done plenty of great things since I came back. Wrestled you, wrestled Barrett, wrestled Luke again, but I've also done some things that I don't like. And, and you, broke, you broke JD's leg. Well, that, see, maybe I've only done good things because, like, I, I really like all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've, I've no, I've done way more good than bad since I've came back. But it, it's always the the rule of um, diminishing returns. So OKX was so great, and then like Showdown was so great, and and yeah. the rematch with Luke I really loved. Um, not as much hype, but you know, it was for a different company, and I did love that match though, and yeah. all that stuff, and. I, I uh, you know, it's just, but nothing will ever recapture that, that, that flame. So I'm like, man, why did I fucking, why am I still wrestling? But I am going to wrestle Justin Lee. Um, I'm looking forward to it as well, the match, at least I'm looking forward to, um, you know, it is what it is. Justin is somebody that I wrestled, I wrestled Justin Lee one time back in the day, um, when I wore my green tights and, uh, um, I was, I tagged 
with a guy, and I wrestled him and Max McGurk in a tag team main event match in Bartlesville. I remember that. And I took the, uh, the Justin Lee moonsault, followed up by the Max McGurk uh, double knees throat stomp 450 splash to my throat. So I got the old Triple H where he got his trachea collapse from RBD. I got that, but somehow I survived it. So lucky me. But uh, anyway, that was a great show, Justin Lee. If you ever listen to this, you cocksucker, because I remember pulling up to that show and seeing that the ring was outside and that it was like 40 degrees and being like, what the actual fuck? Because no one had ever said anything about the ring being outside. And uh, yeah, so we wrestled outside in the freezing cold. And, Sounds uh, terrible. It was absolutely terrible. It was a lot of people. There was a lot of people you there. Know, let me tell you something about this. It was Justin, dreadful. Okay? So Justin Lee, I never, I never really got to... Meet yeah, he was before your time. Yeah, he was before my time. Yeah, yeah. It's like honestly, it's like he was like almost two generations because mm-hmm. like because I I lump you. Yeah, he's the generation before me. I lump you. So he would be two. Yeah, I lump right. you and Nasty and yeah. Anders all in the same. Yeah, yeah. All in the same generation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tim's in there too, but Tim's done a good job of, you know, staying relevant. You know, mm-hmm. through through every generation. Mm-hmm. But um, which, you know, we'll we'll do a podcast with Tim later. I really like some of his stuff. Though, sure. That, I, Post haircut, I love. I mean, as, as yeah, weird yeah, as it yeah. sounds, Tim's stuff post haircut has been really, really fucking good. Tim, Tim stepped up, uh, yeah, after he realized, like, hey, I can cut my hair and not be from Texas and uh, go to the gym every once in a while. So yeah, because he's. I mean, he's, for him. yeah, he yeah. got a little more. He got a little more when Tim. You know, I don't know what inspired him. Uh, uh, if I did, if anybody did, but what you know, what inspired Tim to embrace, like, you know, the fact that he loves things like the Joker and stuff like that. The, the the fact that he embraced that side of him and stopped going for the cheap I'm wearing an orange singlet, you know, like and, and you get sick of that and he probably made more money being from Texas to be honest with you. He but, told me he made a shit ton. But uh but you know, once you start you know, money is one thing and that's great, and there are plenty of people that will argue me and say that it's the only thing, but there's also in wrestling Nobody around here is getting their bills paid from wrestling. So if you're not also having fun, what the fuck is the point? So yeah. if I if I had to decide between like, oh man, if you fucking bill yourself from New York City tonight, you will fucking make at least, man, I guarantee you'll make $75. As opposed to, you will cost yourself $20 in gas, but you can dress like carnage. I'm going to fucking just dress like well, carnage. Well, Tim, Tim's thing is what he told me is how he made his money as Texas was... He would go in Oklahoma as Texas, mm-hmm. you know, and he would get everybody to hate him. Mm-hmm. But he would already have Texas suck shirts printed up. Sure, he would sell the Texas of course. Shirts, suck shirts. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, typical. He'll oh yeah, yeah, that's perfect. But you, you got to think yeah. people go. People go to those shows to spend money. That's what you should do. That's, so that's, you know, that's, hey, hundred, hundred, two hundred, more power to you, more power to you. Absolutely, man. Um, back to Justin Lee though. Yeah, enough about Tim. When Jeremy and I first started uh, training with JD, we'll get in I, I want to have a sit down podcast with JD because sure. he's been he was he's been out. I'll get to Justin, but this podcast is about hopping around, so I'm going to fucking do that. Oh, we can do whatever. So, what I'm saying is I want to sit down and I, I want to have a podcast with JD as well because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more there as a character yeah. and I want to see Jeremy come back and have, you know, some he has some good matches in. Sure. Now, he came back for that brief run and then COVID hit. And he's supposed to have a payoff with supposed to have Luke at OKX. Then he had yeah, a good yeah, program yeah. going with Tim. Some really good build with that. And then they weren't able to have a match. So he hasn't had that banger payoff. Right. But if people go back and you watch WFC Prime and you watch the Rumble, yeah. I'm telling you, Jeremy's entrance in that Rumble yeah. is the loudest return pop it's good. I've ever heard. That's good. And I think 
I want to see I want to see him come back and have those matches, but selfishly, yeah, I want to have you know, yeah, yeah, at this stage versus him, I want to have that match. Sure. So I want to sit down with Jeremy. I want to see where his head's at in wrestling. Um, you know, so I mean, JD, if you're listening to this, we need to sit down and have that pod. Um, okay, finally, Justin Lee. When Jeremy and I first started wrestling, yeah. we wrestled in the backyard. We covered that. It's called you know EPW Explosion yeah, yeah. Pro Wrestling, right. and. Uh, we would, you know, scout the, you know, scout the internet's page, and mm-hmm. you know, and Justin Lee was one of the ones that always stood out because Jeremy's real name is Jeremy Lee. Right, right. right. So to us, it was always like, damn, like Justin Lee, it's so familiar, yeah. you know. And then I forget how it worked, but I thought Justin had ties to Vertigris, and Jeremy and I graduated from Vertigris. And long story short, every time we brought up wrestling, mm-hmm. people and and they heard Jeremy Lee. Mm-hmm. Justin Lee's name was brought up immediately because of name. So mm-hmm. it's like I heard about Justin so much before mm-hmm. before wrestling. And then I come in, and then I didn't see the guys. I trained a little bit like Shane and them. But then when I first came back to wrestling, they were gone. Justin yeah. was gone. Yeah, yeah. Max was gone. Shane was gone. Right. You know, like all these guys. Rocco was gone. Every, everybody that I hear that everyone talks up now, yeah. I never got to see. Yeah. So the people that I seen was John and Nasty and Aaron. And sure. those were the guys. That, that was the generation when we first came in. Then when they faded out, it's like me, JD, Luke, you know, Nasty's still in there. Tommy, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like Tommy Dean represents like the, the yeah, next. Yeah, he's the next. He's the next wave. I agree. You know, yeah. like, so it's like over you my Tommy time. Tommy and Derek. And like, exactly. Like that that's like, like and upcoming. Not that Tommy's not like legit top three well, workers you know, in the state, but as far as like. He's he, further ahead, but they're, they're in that new generation. Yeah, he's going to carry like the next, you know. He's, yeah. he's going he's gonna to be the that's us great. in five years, which is great. So, um. Yeah, he's going to be looking at all the young motherfuckers and being like, oh, I was in that wave. But uh, So anyway, Justin was – it was way before that. So when I first seen Justin at WFC, I still understand the old school a little mm-hmm. bit to where it's like – it might not be how I operate. Yeah, yeah. But I know that's how they operate yeah. on respect right. and making sure you get up and introduce yourself. Sure. And if they're there, might as well ask their advice or their yeah, opinion yeah, yeah, or yeah. – you know, even – and, you know – Maybe this is wrong, but like, even if sometimes I do something that I know I really like, yeah, and I could really care less like what someone else thinks if it's not the booker, yeah, I will still walk up to that person just to get their opinion. Sure, you know, I do, I, I do that all the time. And it's a respect thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a respect thing, and like, so I made sure to do that with Justin, and we kind of we kind of hit it off a little bit at in Owasso, and then next thing I know, you know, it's like he was kind of he's kind of like I feel like I was kind of under the learning tree, which mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be, but it just kind of yeah, happened yeah, that yeah. way. And then the next show, we're at Wagner. Yeah. And it was like, it kind of, the show started out that way. But when I started hanging out, when, once you seen John and I were cool, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, me, John, and Justin, we, we were all at the same, it's like we were all eating at the same table, finally. Yeah, they kind of, it kind of, you know, it's, it's the whole like, like, whatever, like minds, like goals, like yeah, yeah. personalities kind of. Uh, I think it was one of those things, like these guys. Flow together, yeah. These guys obviously want to try to, right. you know. Output something of value. Right, right, right. So, of Justin, what I've noticed and what I've observed is the dude promotes himself. Sure. Which I love. Yeah. I go to the show, and yeah, it's old school to see like shit sitting in seats and stuff, but dude, well, like don't. those fans were swinging those little fucking I something love Justin. Nobody Justin, else is doing Justin Lee's fan powder. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like, how come people's not thinking of shit like that? So, uh, exactly, yeah. You start a program, that's the kind of guy you want to start a program with because yep. that guy will sell the fucking show, you know? And he's mm-hmm. going to take a selfie everywhere he's at. And he's yep. going to put some tagline on it. So, my takeaway from Justin has been nothing, you know, been nothing but good. Yeah, so that's, that's the whole goal. Most And most of what you said is exactly why he and I are, why I initiated this feud with him is because he was the, 
he was the one that that he was the generation before me and he was the name that I always heard much like I am for a lot of the the more recent guys and and uh pat myself on the back I don't give a fuck my podcast our podcast whatever but uh um well you know I constantly hear like oh you know yeah dude you're awesome you remind me a lot of Justin Lee and and uh they don't mean like in style but they just mean in like like being more or less the most entertaining thing on a show so it's like well if Justin's back and I'm back and finally for the first time ever the stars have aligned that we are both semi-active at the same time. Well, fuck, it's, there's, you got to capitalize, strike while the fucking iron's hot. So if I'm yeah. having matches every once in a while and he's having matches every once in a while, we got to have a match together. So And, and hopefully it'll promote itself. Well, but, this match intrigued me because yeah. I feel like on your hit list, everything else has had, not that this doesn't have a story, but yeah, yeah. it's like me, it's like it's inevitable. You and I had to have a match sure. eventually for our whole thing to be full circle. Yeah, You and Luke happen, you know, Obviously, that, that, that you're, you're, written, well, you're yeah. coming back to face the best. You know yeah. what I mean? And then Barrett, it's another one of those bests. And then JD, the story with me. And Sam yeah. Stackhouse, based off, really, really rolling off the story with me. So it's like, this is one of those ones that came out of left field. Yeah. Like I said, more, more than anything, it's, it's just a, it's a status thing. That's all it is. It's a full-blown, like, oh, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's just like Hulk Hogan versus The Rock on a fucking microscopic level. Like, it's... The best of this generation versus the best of this generation. Who's going to be the best in the ring? You know, which, which I which I like. I like exactly. They do it for WFC. You know that that's that's the whole. That's just that's the only that's the only story to it right now. Yeah, even so. if he does take spicy wing shits. Hey, you know, like. that's what you got to do. What you got to do, man. <laughs> you know, and I, I appreciate it. You know, you see Justin, like you said, he's he's very open about about not only the program he's involved in, but also like. This dude's eating healthy. This dude's training on the daily. Like yeah. that, that wasn't happening before he got back into wrestling. So uh, yeah. take notice, everybody. Listen up a little bit. Like, dude was just being himself, and then he got back into wrestling. And when he got back into wrestling, he's like, "Well, fuck! Now I got to get back in the gym. Now I got to eat right and doing this." So they go hand in hand. You got to do it. You got to. If you're gonna do one, you got to do the other. So yeah, very, very impressed with Justin so far. And he's been a, he's been a cool guy in the locker room too. I even went up to him and I said, "Hey." And this is another one of those respect things that people probably don't give a shit about. But if people watch WFC, they know that, you know, I, I, I throw a super kick I have for years. Yeah. Justin uses that as a finish. Like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's his thing that yeah. he, he did before I was here. Sure. So, did I want to – I mean, to me, it's like there's so many other things I could do. I'm not going to try to rob this dude. So, I walked sure. up to him and said, yo, as long as you're here, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and like not that that means anything to anybody because right, there's right. still 80,000 super kicks on a show. But he knows what I was coming from with that. Sure. And that's that's what I represent. That's my shit. So, yeah. um, anyway, off off the Justin, I feel like we're recapping. Um, yeah, yeah, we can move on. So uh, while, while we're on wrestling, yep. Um, since the last time we pod, mm-hmm. I did finally win the WFC. Yeah, I was championship. Say, you're WFC champion now. John's UWE champion. I am. I am WFC for, champion uh, for like five years. I've been UWE champion. John's, apparently, yeah, John, John's had the belt. <laughs> it's um, in my closet. <laughs> only defended it once. Buried. I defended it way more. But hey, hey, I mean. Um, uh, I can get you booked at Unstoppable. What, what can I say? <laughs> um, but uh, no, I won the WFC title, which was super cool. Um, just to run you, run you guys through that, we uh, Sam and I had uh, had a great program that I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. It was all centered around our program last year at the Summer Sizzler, and then uh, we faced at the Summer Sizzler this year, which was when I won the belt, which is one year to the date that I was drug out of the building and fired by WFC. So yeah. the story you're telling in that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then um, the next month, 
I had a match with Luke yeah. that I really enjoyed. And um, I really wanted that match with Luke because although I wasn't – and I, I mean, I'll, I'll be pretty transparent and open. Like, you know, I haven't been mentally in the right place as far as like gym and eating right and feeling mm-hmm. good about myself for a while. You know, these last two weeks have been the first two weeks in a long time. Like I've really lost, hard, yeah. I've lost eight pounds. I feel like I'm back. You know, mentally I feel good. I'm tanning again. Not that that means anything to anybody, but hey, it, it gets me going. Um, but I feel good. And yeah. facing Luke, I didn't have the confidence that I had in 2019. Right. You know, and you think to yourself, like, well, you just won the WFC title. Shouldn't you have plenty of confidence? It doesn't really work like that. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like my best year was, my best years were 18 and 19 as, yeah. as the showcase character between every company I wrestled in. Mm-hmm. And then in 2020, the pandemic happens. And yeah, in that pandemic, I was able to, you know, yeah. go win the BPW championship and do that. But in, in, in that, in that, you know, window. Yeah. A lot of shit, you know, like I feel like, you know, you got COVID and you got, and you, you know, and you got, you got confidence issues and right. not feeling like you look good in your gear and being, you know, mentally exhausted, it's, you it's, know, it's and a very, very terrible fucking year. Yeah. And, have, and I had like wicked anxiety and, yeah, and you yeah. know, this isn't a Crimea river party, but it's like, fuck, like I know what I'm supposed to do as a character. So like I'm going yeah. through the motions as a character. I'm going through the motions of my personal life. I'm going through the motions of my business. And I feel like honestly, 2020, I was on autopilot most of the year. Mm-hmm. And the match with Luke showed me like, I can still do this in Oklahoma right. at, at a level that I, I don't want to say most can, cause everyone can, but you know, I was able to finally feel myself yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and have that match and walk to the back and Luke be happy and me be happy and be like, Damn, like, you know, right. I could still be that guy. Hadn't had that feeling in a while. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it was tough, man. So, it, like, it, it kind of robbed I, It, it I felt know. good to get it. I know what it means. And um, I didn't have the match with Luke. And then Sam and I going to the anniversary show. Well, it's like, what do you do, like, that you haven't yeah. already done? We've already we've already done every – you can't have a fun match. It's yeah. a blood feud. Like, I beat your wife up. I, You know, some of my best promo work was with Sam. Right. It's not going to be a comedy and fest. Sam know. made me feel real good because he's like, man, he's like, I just want you to – He's like, it looks like all your promos are one take and they're just, you know, yeah. fire. He's like, I want to be a part of those promos. And him coming up to me saying that, like, made me think, man, like, people actually notice this shit. Yeah. You know, it's not just a promo that three fans like. Like, there's actually workers that are acknowledging, like, oh, right, shit, right. Alex, you know, put me over, cut a promo on me. And yeah. It, you know, it's good shit. And um, I was like, okay. So we talked and we talked leading up to the feud and, you know, we talked about the stuff we want to do with Chelsea and... You know, the match, it was what it was. I, I was very happy with the match. Mm-hmm. Do I think, you know, it could have been a little bit more vicious? Probably. But, you know, for what it was, the fans were hot into it. Yeah. His table bump was incredible. Um, that's the hardest I've ever taken um, buckles, you know, yeah. into a ladder. Um, yeah, yeah. Hard fought match. I think the fans expected me to win. Sam won. Mm-hmm. Um, good shit. But now here we are. Win the belt. Um, I won the belt back, so technically I'm a two-time, mm-hmm. and that, that's the story for winning the title. So the Luke match definitely got some confidence going. Right. Um, but you know, with not being able to wrestle at UWE because it's been closed down, and mm-hmm. you know me basically not wrestling at BPW, right. it'll kind of strip your confidence. Only doing you know once a month or once every two months, or I mean, it's 2020 was was yeah. was just like that. The shows are not running regularly. Not all businesses are open. Yeah. Um, should you go out? Should you stay in? I mean, the, yeah. the, everybody's suffering from that. And so it's not, it's not a surprise that it would inhibit, yeah. you know, it didn't inhibit me physically at all, but mentally I just couldn't 
give a fuck about a lot of that stuff. Like I, I had a hard time getting interested in any kind of wrestling. Didn't go to a lot of shows. I, I got through my program with Luke. We had the rematch at WFC. I was super happy with it. I thought it came off great. I wish it could have been in a bigger building in front of 10 times more fans, but it had as many fans as the pandemic would allow. I mean, you couldn't have gotten more people in that room specifically. So we had a great match. It had a good reaction. You know, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then... I love that match. I yeah, think, well, I liked it great. Be- I liked it better than your first match. First match had the story, but as far as yeah, like execution, yeah. I love that story. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. They're both really good, and this one's a lot more succinct. I mean, it's, you know, it's under 30, it's whatever, it's a million miles an hour, but it was really good, and uh, um, we've talked about... I think we have talked about that match on, like, the last episode or something. Even the yeah. last episode was so long ago. Like, we did actually talk about that, I seem to remember. So, won't go into crazy detail about that match, but... Um, and now I'm doing this uh, program with Justin. Like, you know, we talked about that a little bit. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm trying to get back in the zone. I mean, physically, I'm always going to be ready. But, like, I got to, like, mentally somehow get back into that character and yeah. and whatnot. So, But, no, man, I mean, it's, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, like, regardless of how, you know, everyone feels different. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, talking about, your problems and you know of 2020 is is a good thing because it's legit like i I mean realistically and it took me a while to sit down and kind of you know kind of look myself in the mirror and say all right this is where you fucked up and this is where you stopped being consistent you need to stop lying to yourself right right, you know what i mean because like i'm the kind of person to where i will convince myself something is okay until it's blatantly not okay yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like i text you that all the time i text john i that's I text John for accountability, and I'm like, listen, if I don't tell you this shit, mm-hmm. I will convince myself mm. that it's okay for me to right. eat bad or skip this or right, do that. Right. Like, I, I just convince myself it's okay. Like, I used to, like, if I go to the gym and I'm like, I'm not feeling bench press today. Yeah, yeah. I'll go hit three sets of 12 on tricep extension, and we'll just yeah, set, yeah. That, set that out. Yeah. Not, it doesn't work like that. But yeah. in my head, I, I think it's okay. So, but yeah, and honestly, so, uh, and, and another thing is like, so my December, my December was awful. I had yeah. a bad December. Um, my grandma went in the hospital, she passed away at the beginning right. of December, which that was brutal. We Absolutely. had to bury her. Um, financially it sucked, yeah. you know, and you know, just there's being nothing good about it. Nothing I mean, good. Yeah. My, it, it didn't help. My grandpa did not want to go back to the house. So right. we moved out immediately, got yeah. him a storage immediately. Yeah. He, you know, he's just, he's a busy body and yeah, it's yeah. just, it's been crazy. And then, uh. And then, you know, right after the funeral, at the funeral, everyone was exposed to COVID. Mm-hmm. So then I go to Tennessee to watch the Browns and Titans, and uh, I come back and I test positive for COVID. Right. And I'm all, I already have wicked bad anxiety. Yeah. So, like, you see these people passing away. Yeah. And I'm, I'm positive, and I'm locked in a room in my own okay. house. Right. You know what I mean? With, like, a right. blanket over the hallway to yeah, keep yeah. me and my wife apart. Yeah. For 10 days. And I'm in there, and the first three days, like... I thought COVID was... I, I never thought it was bullshit. Yeah. But I thought like, eh, I've never got the flu, so... Right, right, right. You know, why would I, why would I get COVID? I'm here to tell you, those first three days yeah. were awful. Yeah. I've heard like, very many accounts. I lost, I lost taste and smell immediately. Yeah. I still don't have my smell back. Yeah, I yeah. taste, I don't have any smell. Um, this was a month and a half ago. But uh, I lost taste and smell. Um, my skin hurt so bad, I couldn't wear anything but underwear. Because if I put a shirt on, it like hurt my nerve endings on my yeah. back. Um, 
I drank so much water and so much Pedialyte and yeah. just because I was like, there's no way I'm getting dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Gallon of water, two two Pedialytes a day, any, as much Gatorade as I wanted. Right. Um, man, and I sat there for those 10 days and like, I'm not super religious and I know a lot of people will look at this and be like, what the fuck, Josh? But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not super religious, but I, there was a time I sat there and I, 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 I prayed and I was like, if you take care of me right now, I swear on everything, I will get my shit together. I will be healthy. Right. I will get back to working out. I will eat right. right I'll right. take my vitamins. I'll I'll take care of myself. Yeah. Like because my friends' parents are dying, and yeah, you know yeah, they're yeah. they're family members, and I'm like, I have high blood pressure. It's like I don't want to be that random yeah. case that you're scrolling through your timeline one day and you're like, man, like yeah. Josh was a cool dude. Like that stuff's terrifying to me. It's uh, yeah. It's a real deal. It's uh, unfortunate. It's crazy. We're yeah. not out of it at all. We're not even remotely out of it. No. Matter of fact, we're probably getting worse again. So, I mean, I know it's 2021 and people like to, uh, you know, the whole flip of the date. So, new year, new me. That's great. I hope it is. Yeah. But, like, man, I, I the stuff's still out there. still real, guys. Wear your mask. Do your part. Yeah. Just do all that good stuff. And, uh, I mean, yeah, because you hear cases like that all the day where, uh, uh, all the time, where people who were relatively healthy are, have, you know, either a really hard time or even pass away in extreme things just because because you're relatively healthy, except for maybe you have some yeah. high blood pressure issues and whatnot, and that could be the thing that triggers it all. So anyway, that's it's it sucks, man. You're over that at least. Yeah, so don't want to do it again. Of well, course, they, how it works is that um, Oklahoma City calls you. Mm-hmm. So when you test positive, your yeah. information is sent to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, I guess the main health department. Mm-hmm. But they wait a few days and they call you. And they basically check up on you, how you doing, yeah, just yeah. ask you a questionnaire. And then I was like, hey, I was like, honestly, I've been wigging out. Because my, mm-hmm. my blood pressure did spike with COVID. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've been on medications since I was 16. I'm, you know, I've covered it on here when my mom died mm-hmm. at 35, a sudden stroke. It's it's hereditary. It's, yeah. not, it's not an eating thing. It's not an energy thing. It's a, they don't know. I just have it. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been on medication. So I did my blood pressure and anxiety, because I have bad anxiety, probably one of them, but... Mm-hmm. Second day of COVID, my blood pressure was at 180 over 115, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's really high. It's not quite stroke level, but right, it's right. like, it'll, fun, it'll, it'll affect you. And um, so I, I messaged my doctor, she had my medication. Um, so for six days I was on COVID, I was taking, you know, medication and a half. Yeah. Just to get me down to normal ranges yeah. because com- combination of anxiety and COVID. Well, when I talked to Oklahoma City, they were like, they're like, man, they're like, I'm telling you, um, it will affect your blood pressure, right. so that's normal. It, right. it, it will raise it. They're like, but uh, the the plus side for you is that as an underlining issue of blood pressure, the thing we're learning is that it's just affecting people's recovery. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not putting them in the hospital having right. blood pressure as underlining, okay. but yeah, it's yeah. it's prolonging their right. It's prolonging the symptoms basically. Right, right, okay. So basically, they told me like, listen, you're healthy, don't worry about it. But yeah, yeah. your symptoms might last longer than 10 days because of the high blood pressure, right, right. which that made me feel a lot better. Yeah, sure. And then on, um, so I tested positive on a Tuesday. Yeah. Zach opened the shop. Haskell tested positive on a Thursday, I believe. And then a Friday, Zach tested positive. Right. So my business was closed right. for multiple days. Mm-hmm. So in December, we only operate, you know, 10, you know, 10 yeah, to 15 yeah. days, which is not good in December sure. anyway. Yeah. So... Just, you know, COVID just sucked. December sucked. Yep. Financially, thank God I'm, I'm decently smart with money and yeah, have savings. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, financially, family, yeah. business. We haven't potted. I had to cancel the wrestling show. Yeah. I woke up that week 
had a fever. I texted him, I go, bro, I got a fever. He's like, man, you should go get tested. And I went and got tested and I tested, I tested negative. Yeah. So I texted him and said, dude, I'm negative. I'm, I'm, I'll be there. Yeah. And then, uh, the next day I woke up and something just in my stomach told me to go buy another rapid. Yeah. I just went, I was like, fuck, it's just 60 bucks. Yeah. Another 60 bucks. And they're like, yeah, you're positive. I was like, all right. So I got a false negative and then I was positive the next day. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yep. I feel like I've been talking forever. I think Johnny's a fill us in on his last three months, but oh, now you guys know what Alex Royal has been up to. And trust me, it has not been anything you guys are probably excited to hear about. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, I mean, I've said this before, I think, but like, I, I always, it's all, it's that time of the year, or I guess last month was where everybody's like posting the memes about how, Oh, this year was a dumpster fire. Looking forward to the next year or whatever. Glad that's over. 2020 is the first year that it's really kind of been true. 2020 was actually a shit year as Rose plays with her squeaky toys. It's fine. This is, this is what can you offer? We don't yeah. mind dogs playing with squeaky toys. So. Dude, she finds that squeaker when you're doing something when she wants attention. Yeah, yeah. She'll chew the shit out of it. It's all right. Rose good dog. She just knows. Good girl, Rose. But uh, overall, on top of just the shitty year, I honestly feel... I feel a little bit like embarrassed to say that I have been okay. I mean, knock on wood, everything's been good. I, I stayed, you know, socially distant as much as I could. I wore a mask as much as I could. My gym has been open since, uh, I mean, I don't know. It re- whenever it reopened in the fall, it never closed again. So it yeah. stayed open, still open right now. So. I'm working. I'm not working as much as I was as far as like one-on-one personal clients go. Like I have a couple. I usually have, you know, one for every day of the week, but I only have a few now. No big deal. That's fine is what it is. But um, I got to have my family Christmas as usual. Um, I, you know, it, it was fine. My brother, my dad, my mom, and their dogs, just like always, same Christmas I have every year. They all came. Wasn't affected at all? Nobody, again, knock on wood, nobody in my family has been sick. Um, I mean, you know, again, like, knock on wood, but fucking nobody's been sick. We all got to have our Christmas like normal, went off without a hitch. I mean, no big deal. I, uh, um, I mean, we, me and my dad, I started a big fire in the backyard. Me and my dad sat there and had a little moment. And I was like, Dad, I'm going to say it right now, I did not think you were going to make it to this Christmas. And he's, he looked at me, he's like, yeah, me neither. Because last year at this time, my dad was on one leg. One of his feet was as black as the the seats on this chair. I know you guys can't see them, but black. Everybody stayed with you a few weeks after, didn't they? It was his foot was looked like he had frostbite, but he had like a circulation issue, and he's diabetic and all this bullshit. And so he spent two weeks in the hospital, and I fucking slept in a folding chair next to him for like two weeks, like every day. I slept in that chair, got up, drove 40 miles back to my house to take a shower, get refueled, and go back and sleep in the hospital room with my dad. And that was into the first couple weeks of January of 2020, before COVID had broken out. It was only like a uh, COVID was just like this word that you, or coronavirus, I think, was just like this word you had heard about from China or whatever, like um, on the news, but it was nothing in America. And uh, I'm sleeping in a hospital with my dad in the most uncomfortable fucking chair of all time. And at 3 a.m., I'm walking around the floors of the hospital because I'm just so bored. I just walk around and pretend like I'm in a fucking horror movie. Like, and I'm the whole time I'm just like, well, you know, I would not want to be alone in a hospital. I will not leave my dad alone in a hospital. And if he's going to fucking die here, I'm going to be with him. 
And uh, I don't expect to see him next Christmas, but I'm going to try to make myself as strong as possible and get through that. And here we just had a Christmas, and he was more or less back to normal, walking just fine. That's pretty cool. I mean, he's, you know, my dad is not healthy. He's still not healthy. He's diabetic. He smokes a pack a day, and he eats, you know, the – Little Debbie's and the sugary cereal and all that. Pizza, dog, cheeseburgers. Yeah, of course. And uh, he's he's got his he's got his legs back. He's you know he's constant medication and he has these like machines he has to hook up to every night to like pump circulation through his legs or whatever. I don't know. It works though. He's back to you know he can wear shoes and walk through Walmart again. Like you know not that he should because of fucking COVID. But anyway, um, so we had Christmas. It was great. It's normal. Got some cool stuff. Did did our Christmas thing and. Um, Anyway, here we are. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't have. There hasn't been that much else. I've been working out really hard, and working out probably as hard as I've ever been working out because I, I, I do two a days, pretty much five days a week now. Um, my first workout is usually not more than like forty-five minutes long, but I'm very much into heart rate right now. So I wear a heart rate monitor on my chest. I strap a heart rate monitor to my chest, and I, uh, I do cardio for thirty minutes, and I keep my heart rate in the fat zone, the fat burning zone, and. Uh, for 30 straight minutes, I've never done that in my life, for 30 straight minutes, I keep it there, and then I do a little, some light lifting, and then at night, I do my heavy ass lifting, um, I've got a workout partner now, I've got, Brittany is always there, of course, but my friend Randy is now working out with us, uh, Randy is the, uh, he's the, uh, the, the top dog at the Reezers grocery store, he's the one that hired me when I used to work at Reezers, and then, he got moved to, he came here, he came to Claremore and worked for a while. He went to Tulsa. They were training him to be the, the manager or whatever. And uh, so he was moving all around. And then I left to become a personal trainer. And now he's come back to Tahlequah. And in 2000 and I think it was 14, 2014, I believe, Randy was top 10 in the United States in CrossFit. He was one of the top 10 fittest male human beings in America. It, it, it's like, it's hard to stress. There are millions of CrossFitters and he was in the top 10 in America. So, wow. um, he's insane. He's a lifelong power lifter. So he's crazy strong. And then he got into CrossFit. He got me into CrossFit. That gym that you worked out with me in that first time yeah. was his, he owned that place. Oh, I or, no, He didn't own it. He owned the business. Did but, I meet him? Possibly, very possibly. I mean, he that, showed up. Uh, that was his place for sure. Yeah, he showed up at the end. I believe. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a monster. And then he he did he's you know he did the whole Reezer's training thing, and he quit working out for two years for two till till now. And um, he messaged me. He said, "Dude, I'm I'm back, and I need to get back in the gym." And I, I told him I was like, "Hey, I'm not a CrossFitter anymore. I am a very boring workout person. All I do is lift weights. I pretty much just do bodybuilding. That's what I like to do now. It's very." Zen, very easy, very like peaceful for me, and I love to do it. CrossFit's very stressful. Uh, some people love it and they they live off of that, but for me, CrossFit's stressful because it's it's timed, it's fast, you it's still hard love breathing. CrossFit, dude. But I, you know, I didn't know much back then. Now I'm I'm way more educated for how my body works. My body does not react that well to CrossFit. I love CrossFit in general. I would coach the fuck out of some CrossFit. I'm trying to get my gym now to actually like start a real CrossFit program and I'll coach it, but I don't really want to do it. But, um, uh, anyway, um, I told him, Hey man, I work out really boring now. And he was like, dude, I haven't worked out in two years. I've lost all my strength and boring sounds like the greatest thing in the world. Randy has not missed a day for like three months. Now he has not, he has been there five days a week with me. And you know, I what think- do you do though? When you like work out your whole life and then just two years 
What yeah. are you doing those two years? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, here's what he did. He drove 90 minutes a day. He would drive from his house in Tahlequah to Tulsa, and he would work for 12 hours, and then he would drive 90 minutes to get home. So he leaves before the sun comes up. When he gets home, the sun's already down. Yeah. You get one day off a week. Um, that's it. That's how managers at Reasers work. Or they're called directors. Who gives a fuck about all that? But anyway, um, he works 12 to 14-hour days, and he has a a hour and a half commute both ways. So he's got three hours on the road a day and he's got 12 hours inside the store. Wow. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I post them all the time. I post the whole like, we've all got the same 24 hours you got to do with yours, you know, blah, 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 all that. It is hard when you, when you have that much stress on you, fucking hard I mean, he's being stationary after being active for yeah your whole life sounds just difficult but to do. he 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 you know he hated it but he's back now and like i said he's five o'clock monday through friday we are fucking lifting weights so he's he's back into it and Did he uh, get his strength back he's got it back yeah oh yeah well, i mean yeah it won't take him he's already beating me in a few things but it won't take him very long but because uh, he has that background as a power lifter and a crossfitter yeah. muscle memory is a hell of a thing two years will not will not take all your strength away from you. So he's already squatting with me. Like we're, you know, we're, we're and I'm glad he's there though. Cause he's pushing me as well. There's no way I would be squatting like 335 every week if, if yeah. he wasn't there. And now I'm squatting in the 300s. I've is, never done that before. Is he a client or a bro? He's a bro. He's full blown bro. Yeah, no, full blown bro. He works out with me and Brittany. He does my workouts that I like, work. motherfucker, I paid you for years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, he does the workouts that I, you know, I don't coach him. I just, yeah. I'm like, here's what we're doing today. And he just okay. does it. So, you know, so he just he just follows along with us. And it's good because it's motivating for me and him as you ever, well. So. You ever think about some of your stuff, how you kind of – because we talked about it on here before. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, obviously, our gambles were the same just in different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but you ever think like yours with being a little more mainstream amongst wrestlers um, – oh, shit. Um, being a little more mainstream amongst wrestlers maybe kind of motivated someone like a Barrett to get out on a limb and – Oh, maybe. You know, maybe, you know, give his, you know, because Barrett, yeah. obviously Barrett's dream is to be a pro wrestler, but sure, sure. the dude obviously has relentless work ethic. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be successful just about anything he tries his hand at. Sure. And him getting his, you know, PT. Uh-huh. I already know people personally that, like, come to me and they're like, yeah, just Barrett being Barrett, they just want to reach out, you know? Same, oh, of course. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, oh, like, yeah. But, Without a doubt. Yeah. But, you know, they want, they want to reach out and, and get a price and stuff. And yeah. Obviously, he takes it seriously. Did him, did him a show. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I'm not saying, like, obviously he's still trying to make it in pro wrestling, but mm-hmm. shit, like, obviously he's thinking, like, life you, after, you have you know, to. eventually life after yeah, wrestling. Yeah. You know, you what are you going to do for the next 20? For sure. And you have to do that because you never know, man. He's he's busting his ass and he's doing better than he ever has and whatnot. But you got to always think, like, then again, you know, nothing's happened for me yet as far as, like, a big opportunity is it going to happen? And if it doesn't, what am I going to do? So you got to think about that as well. So that's good. Uh, I think he's doing great, saving his money and, and still busting his ass to achieve his dreams and whatnot. So I'm, I'm super happy for him as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if I can have any part in inspiring that, that's awesome. If you know, whatever. Uh, so I'm, well, you I'm, just see people all the time that are trying new things and taking gambles. But yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference in like, you know, taking a gamble and like jeopardizing what you have. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. 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 Like, I think your gamble is a little bit is a was was actually I just can't say a little bit. Yeah. Your gamble was a lot more intense than mine because I was already broke when I decided to be my okay. own business. Yeah. It was like I I had no money. I was in the negative. Mm-hmm. Mine was yeah. a full on. You know, I I I had invested in a business that yeah. failed and I yeah, sold yeah. it off, and then with my profits of, you know, the the business I sold in South Tulsa, yeah. I bought Atlas and Claremore, and I've had that for five years. Right, so right. It took me. 
zero money failing to gain some yeah, money yeah, and yeah. knowledge to get into Atlas and now successful. But yours was different. Like you already, yours was a steady job, steady paycheck. Right. You were jeopardizing weekly or monthly. I could, I, I don't think either like your, your gamble was just as big just because you, you were fucking at that point where you had nothing. I had a lot. I, I had, that's what I'm saying. You have, oh, a life, I, mean, I get that. You know? I had, I had everything. I had full insurance. I had full medical. I had full everything. I had a retirement plan. Yeah. And Reasers has a really good, like, where they, they match every dollar you put into your retirement. Yeah. It's crazy. So, as a matter of fact, I mean, I won't knock fucking, like, Reasers or anything. So, like, I, I, I'm dead serious. A few weeks ago, I got a check from Reasers that said, what do you want us to do with your, your $1,000? And I was like, what fucking $1,000? And I, that's what I had in, like, one of some account that they were paying for me on. And I mean, you know, I was, I was shocked. I was like, holy shit. Like there, there's money. It wasn't like a check you could cash to get a thousand dollars. It was a retirement thing. Yeah. So I transferred it into my personal retirement thing I have now that I started on my own. Cause I don't have a job or a business that provides it for me. So I just went and started one on my own. And, um, what kind of retirement are you using? An IRA with, uh, Edward Jones. So that's what I use. I'm full of transparent. Like I don't know how any of this shit works. I don't know how taxes work. I don't know how insurance works. I don't know how fucking retirement funds work so i go i'm more than willing to pay people the money to do this shit for me mm-hmm. so like when people tell me hey just use TurboTax, you can do it for free at your house i'm like i will fuck it up i'm just gonna pay this lady 100 bucks to do it for me so i went to edward jones and they are a personal you know life insurance uh yeah. retirement people whatever the fuck i don't know what their description is but i have an agent at edward jones and he set me up with an ira which is, uh, I don't even know what the fuck it stands for, but I know that what it is, it's, it's a retirement fund. You pay into it, and it grows over time with because uh, it, it gets invest. They invest it for you like they invested in fucking McDonald's fries. What's the McDonald's fries on the Dow market this week? They do all that shit for you, yeah. and it grows, and you get reports, and it says, hey, look, you actually lost 100 bucks this month, but you're not going to lose your full fucking amount and then they you sit down and they do everything for you they show you everything they show you like if you put uh, you know 500 bucks a month for the next 30 years here's what you're gonna have and you know you see that number and you're like holy shit like that's amazing and that's that's 500 bucks that's just an example by the way but that's that's 500 bucks plus what that company earns for you by investing your stuff so like um i'm like absolutely because i'm very obsessed with like getting to an age to where I don't want to work anymore and then like being broke uh, that that that's well, probably my biggest fear like I, one of my biggest that and sharks like I don't want to get eaten by a shark and I don't want to be broke when I get old I think like, I think of that too yeah so I I want something to be there you know Brittany so Brittany has you know a fucking government job or whatever and she's fucking got an a, a 401k but she also has this IRA that I have we opened her up one and then I have mine so those are my three little nest eggs that I no matter what, man, I will cancel Netflix. I will cancel Hulu. I will sleep in the fucking hot if I have to. I will miss every payment, but I will not miss my IRA payment. I pay into that every single month. Um, it's just auto draft comes out of my thing. But you, you do five hundred or I, I actually do two fifty. So I two fifty two hundred fifty. I pay two hundred fifty dollars a month. Brittany pays two hundred fifty dollars a month. So that's five hundred dollars into two different accounts and. Uh, yeah, every month, every month without failure. And then you you set it to where um, 
and the the agent goes over all this shit with you. But of course, every year prices go up, right? So like every year you go to Walmart, the Crest toothpaste is going to be probably five cents higher than it was the previous year or whatever. Yeah. And it's just going to be the new normal. So you set it to where every year you pay an extra 1%. So like the when I first started this, I was paying 250 a month. And now I'm paying whatever, 1% more of over the last 10 years or whatever it was. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what it is. So it's like, it goes up every year. So now I'm actually probably paying 254.32 every month yeah. or some shit like that, just to adjust for the prices of the world. That's, but, actually, that's actually pretty cool though, you know, because yeah. before my, before my grandma passed away yeah, for yeah. the last two years, I've been giving them mm-hmm. $250 a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I've always done that. $250 mm-hmm. straight up and down. And um, they would use it for rent yeah. at their house. Yeah. But um, once you passed away, my yeah. grandpa moved out. So obviously, it's like me saving two fifty. Right. My, it's already in my budget to spend two fifty a month, no matter what. It has well, been for the last that's two exactly years. what you should do. Then that's that's the same as like so like I had two cars. I paid both of them off, and you know the what you're supposed to do is not be like. Yay, I've got an extra $1,000 a month. You're supposed to continue paying those car payments into your own savings account. Yeah. Not not into your toy fund, but into your savings account and just not worry about it and just keep living like you were living. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did. Like, I mean, yes, I bought one truck, but the other car is paid off. And, you know, I used to pay like, I think the car payment for my blue car was like like 290 But, you know, so I pay 250 a month into my account. But Brittany, we also, we decided to open hers um, just to have another one. That's and pretty cool. It's they're they're called. There's two different IRAs. Yeah. Uh, oh, God damn, this is an interesting podcast. I know, but like, hey, you fuckers probably need to know some of this shit. But still, yeah. like, um, go to Edward Jones and they'll really tell you. But there's two different IRAs. The one that I have is called a Roth IRA because you pay the taxes up front. So that means in 30 years, when this money becomes mine, or, or I decide to start withdrawing money from this account, it's already paid to the government. So whatever the number is on my account, if if I get to 30 years and I have $750,000, that is all of my money. The government has already had their piece. Yeah. So it's all my money already. So that's the one that I pay. I pay the taxes right now up front. So when I retire, I don't have to worry about it. You know, And, and like I the, – the, anyway, just go get you an agent because he'll tell you. He's going to yeah. ask you like how long do you expect to live? And I told him like I'm going to fucking live to 100 at least because I'm a healthy motherfucker. I, as I do, I do too. I tell him like I'm going to live to 100. I, full blown. But he's like, when would you like to retire? And I'm like, 55. I was like, I'm not fucking – I don't want to wait till 65 or 67 I think is the new like the regular. Like you have to – like somebody working a 9 to 5 has to wait till they're like 67 years old to get full money without – like losing some to the government or something. I don't know how well, that shit works. It, man, what, what's the age to where you get the government sends you money monthly? Yeah, right? yeah. You so know what I mean? like it, you, you so get to you, an age where you qualify to live. Yeah, yeah. To live. You, you know? got to get somebody to really break it down for you. But it's like it's early sixties. Sometime in the early sixties, sixty-two to sixty-five, you can retire and get money from the government. But it's only going to be like like sixty or seventy percent of what you could get. If you waited until you were like 67 or 69, you know, so like when you retire in your upper 60s and every year it kind of goes up every year, you know, so eventually it's going to be in the 70s. Um, um, If you wait longer, you get more. But I'm like, God, that sucks because you're making people waste more of their life at the grocery store. To, to, you know, because when they retire, they can go on vacations and shit, you know, so, uh, yeah. uh, you know, that it sucks if you retire and then die yeah. in two years. I'd like to do retire. something like that just you to have I mean? like a little backup plan because 
in, in my business, yeah. I could make, you know, as long as I just keep up with the basics, yeah, like, yeah. I could, you know, my, my paycheck should still roll in monthly regardless of how old I get. But I, I highly recommend getting someone like an Edward Jones. I know there's other companies, but yeah. just go in there and be like, Hey, I don't even know what we pay them, but it's not, it's, it's inconsequential for what they do for me. I don't give a shit. It's, it's not more than a hundred bucks. Do you have access bucks. to it or is it locked? Um, I mean, I, I can see anything I want. Yeah. I could take money out of it if I need That's it. That's what I'm saying. If you ever they, see- they, you lose money doing it like that, of course. But you- say you got $30,000 in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something happens. Yes. Say a pandemic right. happens. You know, and sure. like you can't train. We all we all lose our jobs, and, and my fucking fridge goes out, and my my central air goes yeah, out. You know, yes, you and I can't go, make a house payment. Yeah. Yes, I could get that money. Okay, I would yeah. I would not be able to get you know all of it, of course. Like they, I mean, yeah. they charge you, they charge yeah. you, obviously. But if you you know if you wait till your retirement year, whatever, fifty five or whatever the fuck, um, you get it all. So well, I like I like the idea of of putting money back. I hate yeah. the idea of not being able to access. Yeah, yeah, that gets not yours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's not yours. It's no. almost like you're paying taxes monthly. But it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm the, it does. Yeah, no, you're. I know what you're saying, and yeah. it's it's a good it's it's a system that works for me. Like like you said, you could get it if you wanted to. You get punished for it, which is good because you shouldn't be taking money yeah, out of yeah, it yeah. unless you're fucking your car explodes and you're desperate for a new car. It's like if you cash out your 401k. Yes. It's, like, it's wow. exactly the same. Thing. I worked at the VA yeah, yeah. for five years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I built up my 401k. Yeah. I had, it was like, I forget what it was, man. It was, it was a good chunk though. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because I cashed it out when I was 22, yeah. they took, yeah, they took like, Forty percent. Oh, of course, yeah, you know of I course. Mean? For, for them, I mean, to for sure. It. But at the time, I needed it. You know, it's like you know, yeah. I was, I was, you know, I had no job, no money. Like right, right. I was living in the negative. You know, it is what it is. But no, that's that's cool. That's interesting to me because, no, like I said, is. it's it already is. in my budget. Right, right, right. So I might as well. You you absolutely that that goes for anybody. If you guys, if you know, the first thing you need to do if you want to be financially stable is get rid of your bullshit bills. So get rid of your goddamn college loan. Get rid of your fucking. Your, your credit cards, you got to get rid of all that shit and then keep paying it into your own savings account. That is the best way to like build up money and shit and your credit and all that good stuff. So like, yeah, if you're already budgeted for like to spend 250 a month, boom, take that 250, put it into a retirement fund. So you know, for a fact, like in 30 years from now, if you're like, fuck it, I want to retire. I'm done selling fucking shakes to people. You, you'll have at least that money to be able to go off of. So, but Anyway, Jesus, I feel like we've spent the last, I don't know how long, talking about fucking finances. It is interesting stuff, and I think that people should really, really look into that. And I I would say, like, hey, if you want more information, hit me up and I'll talk to you about it. But like I just said, I don't really know shit other than what my agent kind of tells me. I pay him to do all those details. So hit me up if you want me to direct you to your nearest Edward Jones. No, I think that's awesome, man. I mean, (laughs) finances fascinate me. It is, it is. And more people should be curious about that i'm but, pretty uh, i think and, and here's the thing is like it sounds so basic to say oh well money dictates life well no shit it's yeah, how yeah, you yeah. buy things it's how you depict the, the life you live you gotta have it yeah. I, I get i get all that but just understanding money yeah you know what i mean and understanding what to do with it yes. and, and what you're doing with it like that's the kind of stuff that fascinates me and it's a key to a lot of things it's a key to stress it's a key to arguments it's a big, it's, it's a big thing you know it's like once i i went through a phase for years, from probably from like, tw- from from eighteen to twenty one, I wrecked my credit. Mm-hmm. Payday loan, fucking signature yeah. loan, negative bank accounts. Yeah, yeah. Running up the cell phone bill, switching companies yep. because that's what my that's what my parents did. Like they right, they, right, they never right. taught me the right way, so I thought that's what you did. Right. 
You know, go, if, you, if I needed money to buy a new bat for softball, I would go get yeah. a payday loan, buy the bat, yeah. and then make a monthly payment of $100. Next thing right. you know, I'm, I'm $900 in the hole. And like, yep. all this stupid shit, you know. And um, it wasn't until probably, you know, beginning of 2020. Yeah. To where I've always had a little bit of a savings to where I decided like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to stop buying stupid shit. I'm going to stop buying two sets of gear a month. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to stop buying yeah. a pair of boots every two months. Sure. I don't even wrestle more than fucking the worst person in Oklahoma. Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. That's so, I mean, true. So <laughs> what's, it, what's, it, what's it matter? You know? Why do I have to have a new set of gear for everything? The fans have no clue. Like, I could rotate gear I wore three years ago and they would think I'm Oh, no yesterday. one would ever know. Yeah, yeah. No one would You know? Ever. So it's like, you know, little things like that. Okay, that's money I could put in my savings, yeah, all right? For sure. Our, our Herbalife vacation every year in Herbalife, you qualify for vacation, they send you somewhere. Yeah. Last year, we qualified for the Atlantis, um, Atlantis and Bahamas. Very expensive, very nice vacation. COVID canceled it. They sent us $4,500. Yeah. Right. So I took the $4,500 sure, and I put sure. it directly into savings. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you that's know, the like way to do it. That, you know, start, instead of blowing it on stupid shit yeah. and like challenging myself, like, I'm going to go to the store today. Yeah. And how long can I eat at home? Right. You know, like, how long can I eat at home all week? I literally, I, steak, chicken. Yeah, yeah. You know, frozen broccoli florets because I hate broccoli stems. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. that's that's how I am. I'll buy a shit ton of that, throw it in the fridge, and see how long I go without eating now. Because I, I started adding up. It's like I was going to River Creek, and then I would go to yeah. Chick Fil A, and then you know, 2020, I'd go to Mickey D's or whatever. Sure. And, you know, next thing you know, it's like, oh well, you know, I got I, I'm a good size guy. I got good muscle mass. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. next thing you know, your budget's fucked because right. you're dropping. Not only are you buying food for yourself, right, right, but you're buying food for your significant other. And then if you're like me, you don't like to split the check, so you're buying for a third person or a fourth person. <laughs> or sometimes you got four or five people there yeah, that you're yeah. buying for. Long story short, money goes a long way yeah. in life. Yes, but it goes a long way, and it helps in every other area of life as well. Absolutely. I fight less with my wife. I am not near as stressed anymore. Yeah. Because I'm smarter with my finances. Right, right, right. That's all there is to it. It's not about impressing people and wrestling more. I can give a shit. No, yeah. I'm not trying to drive <laughs> a brand new car. My car is a two thousand. My car is a 2015. Sam decided to powder coat the rims for me for Christmas. Nice. I love the way it looks, yeah, but yeah. I'm not trying to go cash in on a 2020 because that's yeah. what Alex Royal would do. Right, I don't, right, I don't right. give a fuck. It does not matter to me, and I'm not here to impress anybody. There so. you go, man. But I will tell you, there was a couple years though I was trying to live the character. I'm, I'm sure. I showed up, new tights, new boots, new glasses, new vests, hey. new set of shirts. You know, uh, Ric Flair didn't have all that money that he fucking lived on. You know, Ric Flair's not not poor or anything, but he's he he could have been a lot well more well off if he well, wasn't if buying the, drinks for everybody. If and, I was in the WWE, I'd, I'd still be spending that money. Living, but, the, you know, living like, the goddamn life. I mean, um, Conrad will tell you, he's like, yeah, I've loaned Flair a couple bucks every once in a while. So, but uh, that's crazy, man. But yeah, man, just a. You know, I feel like we're all over the place. That's but. all right. We're about to wrap this episode up because we're yeah, running out of time. We've got a couple minutes, but I think I think that's our that's our life lesson. If we can if we can come back into the new year in these podcasts, we can we can deliver you a little life lesson. The name it's, of this one: New Year, New Life Lesson. There you go, man. Watch your money, guys. Save your money. Keep yourself yeah, safe. Keep your family happy. Stop spending your money on goddamn cigarettes either. That's a Jesus terrible investment. Fucking Christ! Cigarettes, and Mountain Dew. I heard Tommy Dean took up smoking. <laughs> he just says is that his 2020 resolution yeah. he's like you know what I'm gonna smoke <laughs> nah I'm, I'm, just I'm just kidding that's the what can you offer that I was looking for right there alright guys stay safe stay strapped um, whatever